everyone. It is November 10th, a little bit after midnight. Uh, this is Pixels Get Me. You're listening to the Pixels Get Me podcast. Uh, I'm a uh, content creator over at Mixer.com, uh, streaming five nights a week. Uh, currently, I'm playing Diablo 3 on the Switch, and I will probably be playing that for the foreseeable future. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about a variety of topics, everything from uh, Diablo Immortal to uh, some Switch news, a little bit of Path of Exile announcements, covering a little bit on Warframe, a new game called Pagan Online, and then we're going to kind of get into tech with the new Fossil Sport smartwatch and uh, some foldable phone news. Uh, on the round table tonight, we've got uh, Firebird, Curbs, and Emon. Uh, Firebird, can you, uh, can you give us a quick intro and say hey to everybody? Hey guys, what's up? Uh, this is Firebird129. So, I am a huge lover of games. I've been playing games for several years now. Um, I'm also going to school for development, so I love all kinds of software development technology. So, I think I'm going to have a lot of fun here. Cool, man. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so, when you're saying development, what all are you, uh, what are target platforms? What are you developing? So, right now I'm in software development. Um, Prior to actually doing software, though, I was actually going to school for mobile development. So I was doing making applications for phones and tablets. And then I've also gone to school for computer electronics. So I'm good on the software and the Cool, man. Thanks for the intro. Um, we've also got, uh, and, and welcome to the podcast, by the way. Uh, we've also got Curbs. Curbs, are you on? Uh, you live? Alright guys, thanks for joining the Pixels Get Me podcast. It's been a fun night. It's time for Kicks of the Curbs, your favorite segment of the day. No. Alright, so Pixels play the no, video. Dude, we're not, we're not right. doing that. What? <laughs> we're, 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 we're not. Not not at the moment. Is, did I, did I can, mess up? We can do it later. I, is that? Alright. Uh, well, now e- I'm Iman, <laughs> you there? What's up, man? <laughs> Yeah, I'm here, man. All Thanks. right, Sorry, cool. Just cool. not to die laughing. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Um, all right, what's up, Iman? What you uh, what you up to? Nice to see you again. Yeah, man. Good to be back again. Always a pleasure. Um, still playing Black Desert, Path of Exile. Uh, tried out a little bit of Maple Story too, and uh, who knows? We'll see what else comes up. Sweet, sweet. Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, let's get into the news, shall we? So we've got um, a couple things that happened since the last podcast. I know that that we talked very briefly about BlizzCon last week. Uh, basically just talking a little bit before the... I don't know if that even made it onto the podcast. Talking about the new uh, hero on Overwatch, Ash. And a little bit about Diablo. But um, this article uh, came out a couple days ago. Um, it looks like they're talking more and more about other other titles coming to mobile besides just Diablo Immortal. Kind of Blizzard making that pivot. Kind of like how Sears a long time ago had a had a magazine that you could order things from and then it became a big box store. Uh, and now it's going out of business. That sort of thing. Like that kind of pivot. Um, <laughs> cause like, cause, cause the internet what? happened, the internet happened and Sears didn't really ever make anything for the internet. They just thought that these big stores would survive. Um, so in a similar way, Blizzard is pivoting to mobile 
and uh, it feels like uh, the heartbeat of the internet is that they're forsaking all of their PC people, the people who've built that company from, from nothing. Uh, so there's a lot of hate. I don't know what you guys feel about it. Um, I know if Diablo Immortal comes out, which, again, I'm just saying if it comes out because, you know, things have been announced at BlizzCons before and haven't come out. StarCraft Ghost, for instance. Um, if it comes out, I'm going to play it, but maybe you guys will, maybe you guys won't. Uh, what are you guys thinking? I'm going to give it a try no matter what. I mean, because I try all games regardless whether I think they're going to be garbage or not. All right, Iman is an equal opportunity gamer. All right, what else? Who else has an opinion? All right, I'm also going to try out the game when it comes out. Um, it's definitely a different turn for them since they don't do multiple games. Mm. Um, but I think it's going to be... I know it's not what people wanted, but I think it's going to be a good turn for them just because so many people are starting to go for their gaming. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about them partnering with NetEase, though? I know they're big into a lot of, uh, a lot of people are saying big mobile clones, but from what I was understanding of it, they're trying to work for that to not happen on this one. Um, it's more of a, the Blizzard team is working with them in order to actually make the game. Yeah, that's what, that's what they're saying, right? So we'll see if, uh, if that story stays true, you know? But a lot of people are assuming this is going to be like a, a reskin of what Guardians of Light or some other uh, games that they've made. But really, I mean, reskin and similar mobile tried and tried and true, you know, action game controls. Like they all look the same because that's the best way to control uh, with a touchscreen. You know, so people were kind of hating. But yeah, I hear you. Hey, Curbs, you got anything on this? <laughs> yes. Saving yes, the best for last, obviously. Go ahead, man. Okay, so you can, the reason you can insert thing, this article into the shredder if you like. The re <laughs> the I'm gonna start with the reskin. It's it's not a reskin. It's using the same UI controls, sure, but that's just because they're proven to work and the most common, right? In the most common period for this type of thing. So that's no, that that's a no. Uh, the this article I very much dislike very much dislike because all it's the, the entirety of what this thing says is the fact that it, all they're doing is stating the fact that the developers have said what they have for years and that they have multiple different projects with multiple different teams and blah blah, blah and that for some reason made these people think oh that just be, that means they're gonna do everything on mobile now yeah because that's, that's that's what all the pro no this this article is just fluff i dislike no okay but no so, so no, no 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 there are other articles that say specifically, you know, that senior vice presidents, uh, the new guy, uh, Jay Allen or whatever his name is, uh, he he is doing a pivot into mobile. So that this Which article doesn't say that, but every single franchise they have, they have a mobile version of it coming. Which is fine. Which, they, if they want to do in go into mobile, they're more than welcome to. Exactly. It'll give them more profit to put into the games, which will end up making them into just their PC games into just better in general. But and, but the whole notion games in general would become yeah. better that they make in general. Yeah. yeah, in general, man, definitely in general. Yeah, 
No, but so I, I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's a problem. I, I, that'll give them more money to put into games, which will make them better, and then vice versa. The games will go back into the MOBA and make everything. Any, but uh, the fact I think the problem, at least with BlizzCon and them announcing in Diablo Immortal, Uh-oh, is primarily goes. the fact <laughs> that all they announced was Diablo Immortal. And they waited they give, till the very end. Yeah. Yeah. They give Diablo the first and the most upfront best spot, first panel, everything. Right after the, right up. after, yeah. Right after the yeah. uh, the keynote, yep. Yeah. And they leave the Diablo Immortal announcement to the very end mm. of the intro mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. D three for or I mean BlizzCon, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then they played the trailer, the cinematic for it. Diablo Immortal. Oh, crap. Wait, there's... That, wait, what? Like, you've got people coming from all over, buying hotel rooms, tickets, which are way too expensive to see this stuff for, for it, and then they're PC-based, and then all they announce is Diablo Immortal? Yeah. That, that doesn't... That, that completely just... That completely just like segregates. It takes them out of the. Like, I mean, like what it, did you expect them to do? To announce Diablo Four? I mean, yes. It took them twenty no. years. No. Yes, I expected them. No, 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 no. There's no, no way no. they're gonna do Diablo okay. Four in less than. You but, but here's here's Diablo the thing. 4. No pixels, dude. Here's the thing. Pixels. If if they, if they save this for any other day the Diablo Immortal announcement for any other yeah. day than the last five minutes of the opener. It would have it would have been received in an, a completely different way. And had they ended with the Diablo 4 logo, like I'm not yep. even talking animated, alright? Just said, hey, here's the Diablo 4 logo. Yeah. By the way, the, the what's next panel? Like, we're not going to talk about that logo. We're just going to talk about that game, that that mobile game that's coming out that we mentioned a month ago. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, um, but we can't really answer any questions about Diablo Four at the moment. Except yeah. here's the logo. Like that would have been perfection. I mean, people would have been frustrated because they flew that all the way for a logo. But it took them what? It took them twenty something years to do Diablo Three. From Diablo 2. I mean, come on now. Well, I think they were I a little distracted making. Long. They were a little distracted <laughs> making 150 150 million dollars a month with uh, with World of Warcraft to care about Diablo. It's not like it took them exactly. 20 years to develop it. It took them 20 they're years to be making, like, oh, here's one. They're still not making that much off of Diablo 3. I mean, no, they didn't make any money. Everybody a coffee. They didn't make any. <laughs> they didn't make any money off Diablo 3. There's no way. Hmm. Right. So I mean. Why do you think they would push to do a forward then? No, Curbs. Like seriously, think about it, man. No, like, I'm thinking about. It. They didn't make Curbs any money up. I, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. He's he said something while you were saying your thing. I didn't say anything. You you, you grumbled. You said something. What? what? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I thought I thought you something, said something. Something some, something about what now? I know no, you wanted to hear more ranting about the other. No, like all I all I heard I heard I thought it I heard Curbs uh, <laughs> grunt something about. About Diablo not making any money. I don't think Diablo three has made any money. I don't, I don't think it did either. I don't think it made as near as much money as they were hoping to do. Yeah. But, you know, 
Well, there they, was also, I, like, they had plans to make money, and then I, the entire player base revolted over a over a, a paid auction house. I think they made money, but then when they couldn't sustain the money, that's because of the auction house and things like that. It, they it just went. I think they made money and then just died after, and could not make any more because they didn't revitalize a plan to actually do it. They didn't they didn't go for they didn't go for like the Asia route where you do right. paid cosmetics and whatnot and that kinda killed them. Yep. Yeah. I think some cosmetics would be nice though. Like, okay. I know, right? And stash tabs? Yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody made some money. Yeah. I mean I I didn't even actually play when the auction house was available. Correct, neither did I. <laughs> I made a but, lot of money off of that. But the thing is... But Blizzard like, made money, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, Blizzard made the money that... At least they, they most likely made the money that they put into it. They didn't make more, so there wasn't really, like, a large profit. That business they... Money. Diablo sell, sold pretty well, man. Like, it it was... It sold really well when it first came out. No, but, something, right. something like something the, like top 10. Top 10 yeah. game sales. You know? Oh, yeah, so know. they made back what they put into it. The problem is they couldn't get any more out of it, I'm pretty sure, and that made their shareholders not happy. No. And honestly though, like I think I think even top ten game sales nowadays isn't making money. That's breaking even. Like so they <laughs> they, they, they probably came close to breaking even. What everyone makes money off of now is like doing uh you know, like uh, expansions, uh, expansion passes, uh, loot boxes, um, you know, cosmetics, stuff like that. Like, and they didn't have that that monetization platform. You know, right? And Iron's got a uh, Iron's got a good point there. Like the story, you know, was so so for him. You know, and it was so so for me. I don't even like doing this. Story. The story wasn't good. Overall, it really wasn't. Yeah, KSM and fifteen and fifteen million copies. I mean that's like, it's like pennies, man. You know. Um, yeah. Wait, I, I know. I know that's a it's a huge number and everything, but really like the amount of people and the, of, like, the the Blizzard machine moving, you know, for X amount of years to make the game, like maybe broke even, you know. But yeah, the story yeah. the story is a whole other thing. Like everyone was like, um, "Is this a joke?" Like you guys are kind of like making fun of your own story. Like it's like funny. You know, I and wasn't I, even funny. It was boring. It was <laughs> it's like, you know, a couple of Deckard Kane quotes, and like everyone's like, ah, uh, what? is that it? Oh, we got uh, Reaper Souls is good, I thought, but um, it kind of made the game into yeah, something people wanted to play. Reaper yeah. Souls did make the game playable, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Iron. I played the game because I enjoyed it. I didn't really bother. I didn't pay attention to any of the story as I went through it. It was just playing the game, really, and going end game after. Yeah. Like, the rifts, the greater rifts, that stuff, like, great. The story, I can't, you can't even, like, pay me to do it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Alright, anyone got anything again, else on I this? I like story. Um, I agree. <laughs> that they definitely should not have done what they did to announce it and just been like, hey guys, we're making a mobile, and then been done with it because it would have been more received. 
Or, or like, casually, accidentally leaked it, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, that makes sense. That would have gone over so much better, but they decided to do what they did, and then... Oh, God. The developers. Like, if you watch back... If you look at his face, man, he says it, dude. Like, the... Yeah, the panels, the announcement of it, every... Like, oh, I felt so... Like, I dislike overall the fact that that's all they released and that is how they did it but jesus man they got can you imagine if you were them up on stage and from what i've seen people that have talked to them they were genuinely excited about it and then they get crucified yep like i like as much as i'm not a huge fan of how they did it holy shit man well i mean it goes it goes it goes to show like you know, people like expect things, but nobody wants to put anything into it either. So I mean, like, all these people that crucified them for doing any of this has never even tried to make a game. Yeah, totally. Like, Just a thirty-second clip to 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 like try to pitch a, a game story to, to any company. Like, yeah, go try and do that for. Yeah, like, when you come the way they did it, they completely just. The, they made it seem like they were completely just throwing away their fans, like the PC fans, and yeah, they definitely crucified them, Iron. But yeah, it was like, like it was the first time there's been booing at, at a BlizzCon. Like there, the guy who's being referred to now is—I I don't know if they've actually found out who it is—but just a dude in a red shirt yeah, came red up shirt and said, "Is this an out of a out of season April Fool's joke?" Yep, and that like. No, these and the people they had streaming there, like who the people in the Diablo just in general uh, community that they had streaming go works. People were goading them on to try and rant and bash and do all these things and like, man, no, it was really bad. Yeah, there there was. Uh, I'm just gonna do a, a quick YouTube link. I'm not gonna open it up on on stream or anything. But I highly recommend you guys watch this video because uh, this is from Leviathan. Uh, he's a he's a major uh, component of the D3 streaming community. Um, he was there sitting right next to all the Diablo streamers. You know, made sure they got good seats, made sure everything was ready. You know, they were they were even tasting like a little bit of Diablo 4 hype in the air, even though like they said specifically nothing's gonna happen. They were just like like what is this? Like they were so excited, and uh, he explains the entire the entire climate like in the room like going cold you know like uh when they said it like they said immortal mobile and everyone was just like uh mm -hmm. is this serious like what, what, mm -hmm. what like did, uh, 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 what you know like everyone just like looking back and forth at each other like are they trolling us like is this serious like what what do we say what do we do like how how are we supposed to respond to this like we're pc gamers since you know, Diablo 1, Diablo 2, you know, like, playing Diablo 2 in high school or whatever, like, they're all, like, looking back at their lives, and, like, it's all just being ripped from them, you know, like, it's, he does a really good job, a little 25-minute stream of consciousness, just kind of putting you in the scene, um, and, and, you know, gives us thoughts, too, but, uh, but it's a good, it's a good little breakdown from that yeah. seat, you know, from that perspective, and he doesn't shred it, he doesn't completely shred it, he just explains, like, the emotional roller coaster that was that night you know it's kind of kind of interesting if uh i believe Riker put out a very good video yeah like i haven't, I haven't watched Riker's yet i'm sure Riker's is good it's as a, well 
it, it's it's a bit lengthy, but it it explains a lot. When uh, is Riker not lengthy? Fair enough, but <laughs> I mean, he took multiple weeks to compose everything he wanted to say, and it it, it turned out pretty decent and yeah, gave you a lot. Yeah, probably you had to shave off some of the lengthiness. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I have never like I watched the opening ceremony. I have never heard for like builds and stuff because he does do good. But yeah. man, I don't like listening to him talk for twenty minutes just to tell me how to put one thing. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I understood. I have never heard like I've heard awkward silence and pity claps and whatnot before. Yeah. I have never heard someone at or a crowd boo like that. Well, like the silence and then the silence to the booing. You know, like yeah. it's it's weird. But And uh, I get they were they were just genuinely excited, but the whole you all have smart everyone has smartphones, right? And it's like that just I get they were it, it was it seemed like genuine shock, but Yeah, just but out, like, out of touch. Like they they definitely yeah. weren't weren't rehearsed to to deal with that like they could have done um you know a uh what is it called like a focus group you know where like someone pitches yes. an idea and then they watch what happens you know yes. like okay cool these are some of the questions we're gonna get these are some of the looks on the faces we're gonna get this is some of the quietness that's about to happen mm -hmm. you know kind of prepare yourself but it, it seemed like they were completely off base yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead no go 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 you, go fire yeah that, that's what i was gonna say like they just you can tell from the look on their face and all this happens they just they weren't expecting that much of an uproar about that when they yep. released this game. Yeah. Like they just they didn't know how to respond at all. Like they had no clue that this was gonna happen. Yeah. yeah it almost would have been better if it was like Diablo Immortal and then the Destiny guy came out and then like they do the rest of the stuff. <laughs> they pull the Destiny guy out to make Diablo Immortal look better. Yeah, because the Destiny guy, you guys, you guys know the Destiny guy got be got booed. Even though they gave yes. Destiny to yes. to everyone for free, he still got booed. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but then again, like you gotta like you gotta also think like a lot of the people they just expect things to be. Oh, they're gonna only make this thing and they're only gonna do this thing, but. Yeah. All they do is whine, and nobody yeah. ever actually listens. No, you're right, you're right. I think the whole, there, everyone has a smartphone comment, just threw salt, and like, they, I don't, I, I don't think they meant it the way it sounded, but that just, like, threw salt in the wound. Yeah, totally. I would have been worse, dude, if I was on the stage, because I would have told him shut, you know, I would have just told him <laughs> shut up, because you guys all have smartphones, I can see them blinking in your pocket. Yeah, and but, but you, no one, no one serious, but no one in that audience seriously games on their smartphone. That was that was the whole. The, but the problem, it doesn't matter know? if you seriously game on your smartphone or not. There's like 50 billion people that use their smartphone daily to game as well. Other than these thousands of people that were there that only want to cry about their PC. Yeah. So, yeah. and this goes back to what we were saying earlier. If they announced it, you know, off some random tweet. Yes. You know, a month before. Then it would have been received completely differently than the most hardcore fans, who only have clicked mice since they were ch their children, you know, and yeah, uh, and then smacking them in the face. They all look like they belong in the basement of Troy. <laughs> all right, let's not let's not profile no, the BlizzCon audience. I'm, not that I'm any prettier looking than them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I belong in a freaking cell, dude. Oh, so, part of what I was thinking about it though is. Yes, they were all hoping there'd be a Diablo 4 reveal or a reveal for some other PC Diablo aspect. 
Right. But I don't think what they need, what they're realizing is companies do have to branch out to other markets. I mean, yes, they have a good base of people who love Diablo, Diablo for their PC, but they've got to realize that they need to branch out to other markets. So go on mobile, they're going to be able to bring that much more people to Diablo. And if it blows up, they can easily work on bringing more to the PC also. Right. So, I mean, even if this their whole big goal on this is monetization, it's still more towards Diablo in the end. Right. And I, I think a lot of people get that, but at the same time, and I think people are just really annoyed that they did it how they did it, and that's the only thing about it that they... Like, even if they put, like, a Diablo 4 or something, this is the logo, like Pixel said, you know, or just anything about, like... Even if they talked about balance changes in, in Diablo 3, like, you know, this is... Uh, we're changing, doing balance changes for Diablo 3 next, next season. I think that people would have been a lot happier. Is though I, it's, it's the way they did it wrong. Yeah, I think that what they need to do with Diablo 3 is just get rid of the meta thing. <laughs> yeah, or just constantly do balance changes, which will change the meta. Which will exactly. Yeah, it's hard because people will will quickly math it out and find the next meta. You know. Right, right. And, then and then they change it again. And then next season they change patches and oh look at that now the meta is not the meta. It just gives you more to play, even if they math it out. It just gives you more to play, more to experience. Yeah, like, but we're talking they... we're talking about changing a game that makes no money, you know? Like right. how do they how do they make that decision to continue to change something that's not going to give them anything in return? That's why they reached out to yeah. Diablo Mo- Mobile. And why we've been on the same patch for almost a year, I think, or or now a solid year. I mean, I think two six one. No. No, dude, two six one is. Yeah. No, Pixels is right. Yeah, it's been like a year. Yeah. We've been on two six one for a year. Well, because they put us in, they put it into maintenance mode. They're not making any serious changes again. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. They 100%. they put it on the what's it called games uh, team. Yeah, two six one two six one patch notes were were ten twelve twenty seventeen. That's crazy. Do you wow. guys think? If they had done the whole changing the meta, like we're saying, and put cosmetics, the game would be more alive than it is now. If they put like, cosmetics to begin like with, like paid cosmetics, be like yeah. it is in Asia. No, like so. I mean, we're we're gonna talk about Path of Exile, and I'd actually like to start moving moving more yeah, towards yeah, the other yeah, articles, but move. but yeah, like Path of Exile. I'm just gonna say this one thing, like the fact that they come out with a new cosmetic nearly at least one every week shows that that model works you know like yeah here's this portal hey by the way here's dragons yeah there's also dragons this and dragons this and everyone buys the dragons and then like a couple weeks later this comes out and this is part of this set and everyone buys that or even if one percent of the people buy it it's not even everyone buys it one percent of the players buy it you know you make your you make your money in in microtransactions from whales they know one to ten percent of people are going to buy something you know, unless it's stash and tabs, those... maybe more than ten percent, but you know. Well, almost everybody buys a stash tab eventually. Right. But um, there's also those, there's also those people that are like, you know, uh, I played another game with with uh, with a guy. He was he was an oil banker, and he bought everybody everything. If you played with him and you wanted something, he bought it for you. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because because if other people are enjoying the game with you, it makes you enjoy the game more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's move on. Sounds good, guys. 
Yeah, man, let's go All do right. that YouTube on Switch. Yeah, it's, well, let's do this uh, Super Mario thing real quick. So this is, like, not not new news by any chance. But uh, my wife and I were talking about it today, so I wanted to bring it up. So new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is coming to Nintendo Switch in January. Um, and this is something, like, you know, family time. Wow, World Traveler, nice on the nice tickets. Nice tickets, bro. Congrats. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, we used to play a lot of new Super Mario Brothers Wii. We skipped the Wii U. And just went straight into the Switch. So we have not played this at all. So we're kind of looking forward to this. That's all I want to say about that. Anyone have any fan, you know, fun with uh, with Mario? Anyone huge fans of Mario? I mean, I grew up on Mario, man. Booyah. I was a kid when Mario came out. 1985. <laughs> no, when the original Mario came out, man. Like, I like, was like, maybe 6th grade. Maybe going into 7th grade. Good stuff. Mario games are great. It, it's one of those games that are great at all ages. Yeah, looks really good. And I like the logo too, because I got like the the red and the blue switch thing on the side. Anyway, all right, let's uh, let's move on to another bit of YouTube uh, switch news. So we got uh, we got YouTube on the switch finally, which is awesome. Um, and then this is from the Verge, and the first thing they ask in like the subtext is, "Where's Netflix?" You know. So that's probably going to happen too soon, but um, but that's cool. You, you, I mean, what do you think? Gone for like a uh, YouTube could have gone for a uh, exclusive, exclusive on mm. it, and bar other things from going on there, which is fine because if anything I've learned is if your exclusive doesn't matter if it's really actually good quality or not, people are going to use it. You know that's that's interesting. You say that like they could have paid for exclusivity, but um, I don't know if you guys saw the. The Disney streaming service now has a name called it's called Disney Plus, and like yeah. that would be, that would be what, a very smart Disney move is to get Disney Plus exclusively on the Switch and lock out Netflix or or even the Nintendo, uh, Nintendo platform in general. Just Nintendo streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be good too. But it's just about that content, you know. Like we're about to have a content war between Disney and Netflix, so it'll be interesting to see what oh, happens yeah. there. Think about it. Disney's like family friendly, where Nintendo has always been family friendly. Exactly. Yeah. It is like, oh, you, of course you can watch Disney Plus. I don't even have to check what you're watching. You're either watching cartoons, Star Wars, or Marvel stuff. You're good to go. Go ahead, kid. You're not watching Spartacus. <laughs> I don't know if they would limit themselves, though. Honestly. It depends on the money, man. It depends no, on the money. If they, if they buy exclusivity on Switch, let's just say Switch in general, right? Let's say they, they pay for it for a year. Nobody else can play on there, so they're, they're on there. But they can still go anywhere they want. Yeah. For any no, no, I'm, I'm, talking about, I, I'm talking about why Nintendo would limit like that. I don't... For money, dude. Money. Money. I understand that, but if you're <laughs> able to get money from all of them, I mean... Rather than, if it's enough, sure, but I don't... House of the Mouse. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it really depends on how much money... Like, Disney has basically a, a blank check right now. They could write yeah. any amount of money to anyone. And if Nintendo's like, yeah, I mean, you give us $200 million, of course you'd uh, you'd be able to just have your Disney Plus thing on our on our platform for a year. And then, you know, in a year we'll talk about it again. You know, and then like the next time they want to do it, yeah, it's actually like four hundred million this time. Are you sure you want to pay? And then Disney's like, Especially yeah, actually, this well, is yeah. great. <laughs> of course, we'll pay. And then half a billion dollars later, you know, like it would have been way better than uh, 
than getting Netflix on there and not really making any or not making much money. You know, it's it's tricky to uh, the ex- exclusivity is how you how you make money. You know, like it's lucrative. Yeah, I think Disney at least would win in that fight if it's just throwing. Disney would one hundred percent win in the fight if it's just throwing money at Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, when it comes to getting like exclusive, exclusive rights to something like that, it, it's just about who has the more money. It doesn't even matter if your quality is very good. Yeah, I just don't know if Nintendo would limit themselves for that, but yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be... Who thinks YouTube fat, is going to die fat at check. this point? <laughs> <laughs> like, who thinks YouTube's legitimately going to die at this point with all the stuff that's been going around? I, I, what, YouTube yeah. or... I think Netflix. I think YouTube is going to be around for a while, and I think Netflix is going to be around for a while. Disney Plus needs to stake their claim, and they need to do it like hard. So if this is how they do it, the 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 fastest number one selling console ever, uh, yeah, that would be smart. You know, especially it's since it's, it's, so. since it is a target audience of you know preteen and younger, or whatever you know. But well, in this market, anyway. Yeah. Right, right. In, in Japan, it's it's a way of life, but. Yeah, in Japan, Nintendo is like toast. I think it's yeah. And then in China, it's like all phone, or not, but different markets. Korea is more phones than China is. I think. Uh, no, I think no, China's got a lot least, of phones too. Yeah, China's the most like the majority of people. Yeah. Don't have like consoles and all that. Oh yeah, because like, they can't. Most... They can't even get enough food. But yeah. Well, that's a whole I different. I mean, it story. depends on where you are, but yeah. That, that depends on where you are. But. And that, that went dark quick. All right, so let's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's if you're in Hong Kong, like, <laughs> if you're living in, like, penthouse in Hong Kong, I think you can afford a phone. All right, I'm going to let I'm gonna let Iman break the news on the next article for Path of Exile, <laughs> doing private leagues. Go for it, Iman. Tell us what's up. Oh, man, private leagues. Private leagues is going to be interesting. I think it's kind of based... It's more geared towards the, uh, the 10% of actual streamers that stream really big in path of it so so what's a league what's a league Iman? so every every six months or so is is a new league um you can also do with this with this thing you can do a new league whenever you want like i could do a, a league monday and be like eh, i'm bored with this league let's make another league next week and then so yeah go, go ahead Okay, so so by having their own custom private leagues, you can kind of change what kind of features. You can change drop rate. Can you change leveling rate? Can you change? Can you make things? Uh, I don't think you make them easier, but you can make them harder. Yeah. You're looking at the one I'm looking at. If you scroll down, you can change. Uh, it has a, a little thing in there about what mods you can add. Right there, you go. League difficulty mods. So no vending, famine. <laughs> your your life mana energy flask do not refill when you go to town nice so you have to basically fill it with the blood of your enemies nice okay reduce resistance which is normal which is good because as you you know progress to the game you lose resistance anyway uh you also have no stash which will make it for really interesting no stashes this one's for the true masochists without the ability to store items for later characters in a no stashes league need to live off the land with constraints that make completing Path of Exile a lot more challenging. Dude, that's insane. I would never play that game. <laughs> yeah, that is just ab- I see, what I don't even heck? play the game and I know that's painful. What in the heck? <laughs> that is so wrong. 
Uh, no. It also just, means you no. like so being a private league though, you don't have the option to sell to other players either. Yeah, because you, yeah, makes it so, makes no it harder than easier. No, nobody to buy anything doesn't matter. Yeah, because right now you can go on poe trade and you can find someone in the Delve League who has something for you for a couple of chaos, and then you're a happy camper. And this, it's almost like solo self found with the but other ten people who might be in your league. Either. Yeah, yeah. So we could create like a stream, like a Pixels Get Me streaming private private challenge league, where we just yeah. kind of hang out and you know do our own thing. I don't know if that would that would make sense. I, I would uh, I would I was thinking about doing at least one, you know. Yeah, you know, just, just like see a how 10 it goes. Day challenge. Yeah, no life it, you know. <laughs> I don't think I have that many days off. I can take off. In, I don't think I do either. <laughs> I think the progress you would make just in terms of getting gear and everything you need would be so limited. It'd take, it'd take a while to actually get to where you're doing what you want. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't trade, like you said. You can't hold anything you want to keep for later. Otherwise, you're going to have, like, two inventories. Yeah, you don't have to turn on all of these options. You can just turn on, like, no vending. You don't have to turn right. on everything, so... Right, but I'm talking like hard. Or like no magic or rare drops. Like, oh, that would suck. That would make it extremely difficult. But it would be great. <laughs> now, if there was a mod for a hundred times exalted orb drop, you know, that'd be interesting. Well, it would also suck because you couldn't sell it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so we're going down like the Poe uh, vocabulary. But yeah. So Iron Empires asks a good question. Never played the game. What's it like? Basically, it's like so it's a Diablo, Diablo done team. right. <laughs> <laughs> with, with skins and, and a really wide a really really wide um, skill tree pixels if you don't mind pulling up uh, an image of the uh, skill tree no I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play the PlayStation 4 release trailer and then we can kind of see the gameplay and stuff but go ahead and talk pause on the skill tree though I think pause on the skill tree okay we're when just gonna gets, yeah. we're just gonna wait like, for, the, for the skill the, tree the thing that gets a lot of people, like, really trips out a lot of people, is the size of the skill tree. And you can go anywhere with any character. Like, you, if you're a marauder, you can be a necromancer marauder if you want to be. Yeah, it'd be like in Diablo having a demon hunter that could get wizard skills. You know? That sort of right. thing is the equivalent. Or, or let's say a demon hunter that actually is a marauder with, with the same life bolt. Or a berserker, sorry. I want to play everything at once. Can you can make it happen. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't do. I don't know if you can do everything. You can't take the whole tree because you only have 119. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't mean play the whole tree, but I want to play every class at the same time with my character. You can it's called the Scion. Yep. <laughs> That's the character you get after getting to what is it a certain level or completing story once or something like that with a. I've been playing no, uh, I think you can just... Iron. I've been playing for years. Mm -hmm. I mean... No, I Pixels, I'm pretty sure you have to do something to unlock the Scion before you can first play it. They can't, don't you? I yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. So all you have to do is get to the the tower in Act Three uh, and release the girl from the bread cage. Okay, so there is a requirement. It's just way lower. Oh, there yeah. it was. There it was. That Let's was the skill here. tree. Yeah, let me go back. Or at least a corner of the skill tree. <laughs> I'm gonna go back a little bit more. Hey, thanks so much for the host. Boom, we're in the middle of the podcast. Hello, welcome. All right, yeah, so this is just a piece of that skill tree, but basically uh, you can kind of create anything that you need to. Uh, honestly, the first time you play, you should probably just find a build 
and and just copy and paste and and try to make sense of how this works before you just start the game start leveling and then end up going down a path that doesn't really synergize you know like there's ways to to come over here and grab one piece and then go all the way back over here and grab another piece and by grabbing those two things your guy is like eight times as powerful but you have to kind of know that before you kind of go into it see that that whole tree is just absurd like there's yeah, it's, just, uh, it's there's so much to learn on that you can't just play it once and know the tree <laughs> yeah exactly uh, are, am i able to post links in your uh, i think so dude if not I'll, I'll i'll post it again for you oh it doesn't let me yeah, I, I should mean, i should see uh, maybe because it's an image uh once you learn the skill tree, though, it doesn't. It really doesn't seem that complicated to understand. Like it's it's a lot to take in. Yeah, but... the initial shock, you know. I think that I see the link. Like when I first built it, we did a frostblades build, and I followed a build that was completely wrong, and I had to spend like twenty orbs of regret just to get back back to. That was not pleasant. Yeah, but I helped you. You helped, yes. Um, but it's still like Iron Empire. You asked about what uh, what was my uh, my name on uh, Mixer? It's that. I'll probably be doing some path fix out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably end up moving. Like even even my stream will end up back in in Path of Exile. I'm really missing it, honestly. Like it's a it's a solid game that um, I didn't really give a, a good chance to uh years ago um but then that's actually how i met iman was streaming it over on mixer uh he came in and was like this guy has no idea what he's doing but he has a cool name so i'll hang out and help him out <laughs> so like, so thanks me, again thanks thanks thanks, thanks again for that iman <laughs> he's like giving me one piece of gear at a time slowly transforming me into awesome you know and uh but it was good um, it's it's definitely and the new, the new Delve League. I thought they added some really cool, uh, a, a nice infinite dungeon concepts that you know a lot of, a lot of games. You know I think they try to figure out a way to do this, and I think they did it in a really good creative way um, to kind of make an infinite way of playing a game. Um, but uh, but yeah. So on top of that, the the private league announcement. They also announced the PlayStation 4 release trailer. So if anyone's playing it on console, it's on Xbox, uh, Xbox One right now. Um, but PlayStation 4, it'll be coming out uh, December 7th. So if that's something uh, you want to give a shot. I will, I will be picking it up. Yeah, and, it, and it's free. It's not like you have to pay to pick it up. So that's, that's yeah, pretty awesome. It's also free on PC, X Xbox. Um, they are looking at coming to Switch eventually from my uh, random sources that I and actually, like, this this gameplay trailer, like, had I seen a gameplay trailer like this, I probably would have played the game, you know, honestly, because I like the speed of Diablo 3 when it's when it's right, when you have a build that works. And uh, Path of Exile, initially, you don't have a build that works like some of this combat. But, um, but yeah, like, having the quick twitch running around uh, massive AoEs and stuff like that, like, that's, like, some of the best PoE play I've had. It's it's a lot of fun. All right, let's uh, let's jump on the next uh, next article, yeah, guys. Warframe. <laughs> so we got uh, oh, man. we got the Fortuna expansion, 
it's out now. I, when did when did it officially come out? A couple yesterday, days ago? Yesterday. Yesterday. I was at work and I could not play it. I was so sad. Yeah, so I haven't uh, I haven't booted it up yet. I want to see what the deal is. But at the same time, my guy, uh, Warframe, is not nearly as ready for Fortuna as I'd like him to be. So it is, uh, it is, it is. It's totally ready because you got a big wild e monster behind. <laughs> yes, I could totally be carried. That's that's for sure. But I think there was no, no, some no. stuff. I said I'm behind you. Yeah, you take all the bullets for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I could just see everything and just have have the. Uh, be the meat yeah, shield, no. you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the only one getting carried by you, mom. So <laughs> I have I, a I, great King Curbs is sitting on my shoulder. I've taken both the left and the right shoulder. There's no room for you. The only thing I actually have that's actually good right now in Warframe is I've got a really good gun. <laughs> <laughs> one really good god I, I have all you need is one good gun. gun yeah honestly like soma prime will get you pretty far that's what <laughs> i'm using i have all the mods i need for the soma prime yeah. but i need what was it like seventy thousand more endo to finish all the upgrades yeah but you can you can take soma prime and any frame and do pretty well in that game you know just trying to trying to level up the different pieces you might need for later um, but yeah, Soma Prime is a solid, solid weapon. I love that weapon. Yeah, I'm using a Soma Prime. I have a Max Frost Prime, and I got to get mods for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one one day we all got to go on again and play again, and we all just stream and have fun and you know work on things. Curbs was Curbs was working really well at making money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. Man, I got so <laughs> sad when my Oscillettos out damaged my Soma. Oh man. Nice, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah so uh, basically so another free-to-play game that's really really decent you know and has actually gotten better with time just like path of exile warframe's done the same go ahead iman uh but going back to fortuna i see i've already seen the world my buddy was playing it last night and i was i just sat there and watched him play for a few hours last night it was excellent like the open worldness uh it's it's venus so it's all icy like there's a lot of ice everywhere it's kind of it looks great um, so are we are we snowboarding yet snowboard. yes yeah all right, dude I, I have to i have to spin it up this weekend like that like ssx warframe just sounds awesome to me yeah there there are some small achievements for doing like uh tricks off of things and stuff cool, uh, cool. There, there is some guilds that are already doing like guild events or <laughs> yeah guild events nice where like best tricks like best tricks videos <laughs> get like a hundred plat or something so that's what that's what rock is doing too right yeah yeah rock strong will be doing something as well <laughs> all right i just want to get everybody in on it though i don't want to just do be like only one person you know no man let me just compete alone <laughs> well, i'm gonna just give you money i don't care <laughs> <laughs> throw money at curbs all right so definitely check hey, out I money at all you guys so... I, you're awesome dude um, yeah, so definitely if you if you uh, jump in on Warframe, uh, you know, let us know. Uh, Iman and Zero Infinity have a pretty awesome clan called Rock Strong. Uh, really awesome dojo, really awesome like guild hall equivalent yeah. stuff. Um, and and a pretty very noob yeah, very noob friendly. There you go. That's the best way to put it because they they let me play with them, so that that says a lot, you know. Yeah, we take we will take any new player and help them become better if they stay. It's up to you. It's up to that player. Mm -hmm. 
I like to classify myself as a semi noob. Like, I'm still a but I'm not quite noobish. I like to classify myself as a noob noob. <laughs> yeah, you can stay noob in Warframe for a long time, I think. Like, it's one of those games where you're like, yep, still a noob, still a noob. Got a ribbon mob, still a noob. You know, like... <laughs> but anyway. Um, Alright, let's, let's... Go ahead. It's also one of those games where you can excel very quickly. Um, my stepbrother played the game for months. But as new content came out, he, was, he wasn't able to play it quite as much because he's been having this computer. And I'd say probably in about three days, just because I was able to stuff, get some of the newer equipment, I was able to surpass him in three days. Like he'd been playing for months. But you also had, like, good help. Like, if you didn't have help, though, it can take one. Well, this is before I was actually playing it with you. When I first got my cell, I had most of my mods already. I started playing with you. Right. No, but like, if you don't have any, like, if you really don't have any help and you're brand new to the game, it does take a while though, before you yeah. get. Oh yeah, definitely. Like when I first started playing, I was playing with him, but I had nothing. What really yeah. got it jump started though, I'd have to say it was Twitch Prime. I, uh, I got my Soma Prime out of that, and then I was able to just kind of go through most stuff at where I was at. Yeah, you get you get regular regular uh, upgrades through Twitch Prime for uh, for Warframe. Either frames or weapons, or um, yeah, it just seemed seemed like it was a nice every several months. I'm I'm sure they're gonna have some sort. Of, I haven't checked what the prime Actually, loot is this pixels. month. Go ahead. Uh, I think it, I believe it was the Vectus Prime or the really good like top tier sniper, like yeah, best in the game the, this month. So you should definitely pick that up. Yeah. Yeah, don't remind me. Everybody's got one but me again, so I'm just gonna have to go. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. Just like everybody's got a Sindo Prime but me. I don't have a Sindo Prime. I don't think Prime. I have a Sindo Prime. Yeah, you, you do. Know, no, you yeah, yeah I do. Prime. I do have a Sindo Prime. Yeah, you do, because I was, yeah. I was, I was very sad. <laughs> yeah. Which, which one is the Shindo Prime? It's oh, the it's axe. Big axe. The melee axe, yeah. It's pretty awesome axe. I'm pretty right. sure you do. Let's uh let's wrap up Warframe and move on to the next article. Or like we got there's so much to talk about. I know, I know, but I have I have a limit on the podcast, so we, we have should to, do like a uh, like a push through specific specific <laughs> game series once a week. Yeah, like talk about or once a while, once a month or something. Game. We could do we could do a longer form than than an hour, hour and a half, but um. But yeah, we'll have to figure out a different way to deliver that because there's limits with the uh, the infrastructure of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's move on to another article. Bear this is down uh, these walls. I have a limit. All right, so We're next talk shows. Next <laughs> one is uh is Pagan Online. Um so uh I'm all about any game that says like Diablo or like Path of Exile. So whenever I'm scrolling through my feed and I see stuff like this, like immediate eyebrow raising going on. Um but uh but yeah, so this is from Wargaming. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played any wargaming games. I'm not a wargaming guy, but um, I guess World of Tanks and then um, World of Warships and World of Warships, yeah. I think that's it, right? Like that's kind of like their big. That's big their thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. They might have had something else minor, but that's about it. Yeah, but that's pretty cool to see them pivot, you know, from the the war games into a dungeon crawler. So. Uh, so I, I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm wondering what's going to happen. And I, they've got they've got monetization down. They've got um, a worldwide community down. They've got 
and they, their developers understand like listening to their communities and stuff like that. So, so this looks promising to me. Um, the one thing I, I think that'll good. stop curbs is it's very mobile-like. So I don't know. It's got that word I was getting about to say. It's got that word that curbs curbs doesn't. <laughs> Curves goes I silent with a sigh. And then was starting to get happy. Diablo and Path of Exile action RPG like, and then MOBA. like with elements of MOBA like Yeah. I feel like this is gonna turn out to be like a worse version of Breach. Ah, see? You saw that as well. Because I, like, I was reading it, I was like, okay, cool, so they're coming after Breach. Because Breach has dungeon, an idea. It's a MOBA dungeon crawler MMO. Like it's not. Uh huh. It's... No, if if the MMO, if the MOBA is like Legends, uh, like League of Legends is just basically you can only have five people in the party, then fine. <laughs> or or you can only have four different variations of skills or something like that. You know, like like that sort of thing. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they got a lot of making up to do after putting MOBA in it. Oh, they lost him. They lost him. Well, Tencent owns majority of it now. Tencent uh, owns like XL. everything. <laughs> yeah, if, if they don't own it, they're about to. Like they they understand yeah. investing in other companies. So Tencent probably owns eighty percent of your cost. <laughs> Tencent's on eighty percent of like my, my machine. <laughs> Tencent owns eighty percent of the world. I think I think Tencent owns about fourteen percent of this stream. Honestly, I don't I didn't even know it. You sold rights <laughs> to the stream. I'm just joking. All right. Oh, uh, okay. So are we getting paid for this? No. Yeah. Like, are we I, getting? I don't know. Checks in the mail, guys. I don't know. Okay. All right. So uh, so we got another. Uh, let's go away from gaming for a moment. Um, and start talking tech. We don't have anything in the new media category this time. Typically, we go gaming, tech, new media. Um, but I guess we talked a little bit about new media with like YouTube and the battle on the uh, Switch and all that. Um, but let's talk about the Fossil Sports smartwatch. So, uh, so Android wearables is something that's kind of kind of near and dear to me. I'm a I'm an adopter on the LG Watch Sport. So I still I don't I don't wear it while I stream, um, but that's kind of like my daily driver watch. Um, Let's so see it. Let's see it. I, I can go I can go grab it when you guys are talking about it, but um, okay. I don't want to like interrupt. Um, so so what I'm excited about is a new uh, a new chip for wearables on on the Android side because they've been recycling the exact same processor for for a long time true very true um and and really like that's the biggest problem with uh with android wear is that it just doesn't have that horsepower you know there hasn't i don't know how many iWatches there are now or how many apple watches there are now three or four and they keep on iterating and making it a little bit better and and android wear os is kind of going stale on the power side so um hey thanks so much for hanging out iron for as long as you did man um, but yeah, so this is the LG Watch Sport. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, it's got all the all the waterproofing I need, all the sweatproofing I need, um, and it it notifies me all day long of everything important in my life, which I didn't know how important a watch was until y you start using it, and then you realize like, wow, 
This is like saving my phone battery by not turning on a display to check a notification, just swiping away. You know, there's a lot of little things that that are nice. So I'm looking hard at this. I'm more than likely going to buy it. Either my wife's going to get it for me for Christmas or I'll just find a way. But um, I don't know when it's coming out, but, um, but I'm excited. So it might be out right now. I don't know. I might just go to the Fossil Store and go, go. yeah, it's available online and at retail locations. So... I'm probably going to take a hard look at it. I, I don't know about you guys. What are you guys wearing? Do you guys do any wearables? Uh, I mean, I have watches. I don't do... I, I don't do, like, iWa the I Apple Watches or the or the Android anything. I just, I don't... I get it has its uses, but I don't see the practi enough practicality to really buy it, honestly, with the price tag understood That's my only concern is like my finger is bigger than that screen yeah so That's so one thing so okay again like this is one of the reasons why i went uh lg watch sport um so it has this dial on the side which is which is nice um so you don't even have to touch the screen to scroll through notifications and stuff like that or to have buttons on the side that launch certain things like i'll just be in a meeting you know, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll just press this uh, this bottom button and just pull my heart rate, you know, just to see, you know, like, are these guys, like, legit ticking me off this much right now? Like, I feel my blood boiling, and I'm just like, I just want to check my heart rate. You know, just nonchalantly just, like, pop it, and just like, oh, they're still talking, and I just look back down, and I'm like, yep, like, 94 BPM, that is what they're doing to me right now, you know, and then other times it'll be, like, a nice resting, like, 52, you know, like, and I'll be like, yep, I'm chill, we're good, you know, so it's nice just to have that as, like, a reference on the quantified self chart to know where I'm at. Well, like, for me, like, um, like, I'm about screen size, because, like, regardless, like, you know, my hands are so huge, I mean, I got you. I can palm a basketball, and yeah. just, you know, not care. Yeah, and, and like, that was I have really huge hands. So like looking at this thing, the only problem I have is the screen is even yours is the screen's a little too small for me. Like, no, yeah, I hear you, man. Like, and that was one of the biggest problems with this one. Like the the reviews were just shredding it because they're like, oh my god, it's like you have like half a phone on your wrist. Like, who needs a screen this big? And it's like, dude, I need a screen this big. Like, I'm totally fine with it. Like, what's the problem? Why is everyone freaking out? Um, but I think this is a 45. And I think the biggest one they have is 43. Yeah, they have a 41 and a 43. I think my wife's closer to 40. She has just the LG Watch style. Um, and that one's, like, really small to me. So I think 43 might even be too small. Because at 45, I think I'm kind of used to, I'm pretty sure this is 45. But I'm, I'm kind of used to that size, so we'll see. But uh, right, right. but after after using it and having it with me, I, I could see going back a little bit on size. Because I know how much you actually touch the screen it's not it's not that much you know with the with the with the scroll wheel and all that it's kind of nice um but anyway i'm looking forward to it now if, you, now if it was like a pit boy on your arm that'd be pretty awesome yeah yeah there was that thing on kickstarter a long time ago it was like a watch yeah, that did that, that laser projection on your arm and then they're like yeah that's impossible to do multi-touch stop lying to people and i think they they shut that down i'm not sure <laughs> yeah they so, did yeah that, it's was, a, that, was that was a bad so idea <laughs> yeah people people were like uh that's impossible stop selling snake oil and they're like uh and then like they just kind of like vacate you know but uh anyway so uh let's jump on to the last article you guys cool with that yeah all right so we're talking foldable phones the foldable phones are coming. Um, 
It's unnatural. What horror movie did they pull this from? Let's just throw it in the trash and just pretend it never happened. Is it gonna like crawl upside down upstairs like all right. on all fours? Guys, like, is that, do is, not, is that what's gonna happen? Do not throw this in the trash. It has a battery in it. You need to properly recycle the battery at least, okay? Are you saying this is a disposable phone? Are you gonna buy this at Walmart for like twenty bucks? This is where the story's gone. Into straight into the trash can. And we haven't even talked about what it is. That's that's the panel guys. Thanks so much for coming. That's all we've got. You like a piece no. of paper? Can you, aye, can you aye. take notes on it? Do you need an eraser? Or? Yeah, and whiteout. Whiteout works on it too, I guess. A new feature. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm so. Hole punch. Can you put it in a ring? Hey, all right. So here's the thing. I'm a fan of the foldable display, and it, you know, you might you might say, why pixels? Why would you be a fan of this? And I'm going to say because there's twice as much room for battery there, all right? And if you never, ever unfold it, that phone is likely going to last a couple days because it's basically a battery brick. And everyone's like, well, why would you carry around a battery brick? It's like, I don't, uh, phone weight doesn't really bother me that much. So it'd have twice as much battery, you know? It'd be nice. Anyway. I mean, well, when it folds down, it does look rather thick, though. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I don't mind how thick it is. I, I just like the idea of not having to charge my phone and being attached to things like that, you know? Right, so when you have it in your pocket and you have... I don't you care. Know, I got I'm big pockets, go, I'm not going to go... I'm not going to go... You know, this is a PG-13, like, oh my gosh. kid's screen. I can't go down the route I was going to. <laughs> anyway, it would look really, really big in your pocket, and that could cause some misconception. Oh, right, right. Uh, totally tracking. Gotcha. Alright, so uh, so I know I know Firebird had a thought because he's a developer, so he's thinking mobile development, I think. So go ahead, Firebird. What you thinking, man? I don't like it. Um, <laughs> so, and yeah, I'm thinking from a development standpoint on that one. Um, so, when you make an app, a lot of it is you've got to determine screen orientation, which is is fine. You got to mm -hmm. get screen sizes, and when you load an app, it's typically gonna it's gonna set the constraints to whatever the size of the screen is. So now we're looking at one that's got two different phone screen sizes. So let's say you have this thing unfold. Fine. It it's got its landscape mode and it has portrait mode for whatever the screen sizes are. Assuming it does the whole rotation, which I'm sure. But now you've also got to focus more on when you close it. It's now got to get that orientation again for a third screen. Yep. So apps aren't set to do that right now. Um, I'm pretty certain no company other than Samsung right now has any kind of phone like that that they're going to do this on. So if they're going to roll this out, even if they do a beta version that these companies can get, it's still going to be a struggle. I mean, it's doable, but it's not going to be anything they've ever really had to work with before. Um, yeah, I hear you, Firebird. So so one of the things, you know, Android Pie has support for multiple screens. Um, so, I mean, we have that already. The uh, the thing is, like, um, just like when... when uh, phones got rid of the keyboard. I mean, really, the iPhone was the one that really pushed that along. 
when people when people got rid of the keyboard they were like oh my god oh my god how am i going to type on the phone without a keyboard that's crazy touchscreen keyboards are awful like there's no tactile feedback blah blah blah, all that stuff and then we kind of just adapted right so i'm totally cool with the technology coming and then people adapting like the developer the developer app you know just grabbing a couple imports that do a new a new way of translating that screen orientation a quicker keeping the screen orientations in memory to make a quicker load um, i don't know if you guys can see on the stream right now but the guy is closing the th this is this is my problem all right so like the first gen all right again the first gen oh god first gen tech is scary right so he closes it and then finally the front comes on like that can't happen like it can't be it can't be a second it can't be two seconds it can't be half a second it has to be faster than that so um you know, well, we need, you know, super beefy processors to be, you know, displaying everything in a faster way to potentially three displays. I don't know, you know? It looks like, at least in that small clip there, it doesn't look like it's trying to switch immediately from it to the front. Yeah, he it presses looks like a button on the it, side or something. Yeah, it looks like it's almost a second phone connected to the monitor, and he's just pressing to turn it. Right. So I don't. Yeah, it, it does look like he's turning it on. I don't think it's like put the switch in the dock and it immediately goes to the TV type thing. I'm saying yeah. I think it's just it. It's almost like three phones in one. It's just not. Also, I'm really curious as to how they're not gonna have your screen constantly breaking with how that is. But no, it's just the technology now. Yeah, the displays are foldable. The uh, several years ago, the Olympics. I don't know if you guys remember that giant screen they rolled out. It was yeah. where was it? Korea or Taiwan? I don't know. Where was the Olympics where they had that giant Korea. flexible display? Yeah, it was Korea. Korea. Yeah, they had this giant flexible display that they rolled out. Or China. Oh, yeah, was it China? I don't remember. Yeah, I but someone someone did this. Korea, Korea was there for the thing. So. Yeah, it was it was several years ago, but um, but yeah, pretty impressive. And you're like, oh man, if they can roll out a display like that, you know, like flexible displays are coming sooner than we thought you know i mean people there have been companies trying to target this for a while but it looks like it's finally working and then uh or at least working enough to potentially sell next year um but uh there's also this in the article on the verge there's also this royal flex pie which is another um which is like the opposite okay so like this has the display on the inside going 90 degrees folded or not 90 but 180 degrees folded on the inside this royal flex pie i don't know if i can let me see if i can open up the article i shouldn't i shouldn't it was do this in, uh, Pion. Pion. yeah so this one goes backwards and uh it makes it so you know you can you don't go that 90 or that 180 degree crack you know but it looks clunky. Like, what are they thinking? And it doesn't even, like, fold flat. You know, like, it has, like, a bubble in the middle. So, uh, really, I think it, they're just trying to figure out ways to make batteries, not batteries flexible, but put those, put batteries in the right places and then put cables to attach the batteries so that it doesn't explode or whatever. But, um, but yeah, this is, this is coming. It's a, it's a real thing now, so. Yeah, I think this specific phone they're putting out is going to die a horrible, tragic death. But yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with Gen 1 dying. You know, like, this is just part of pushing I mean, technology. 
Pixel, so is that a foldable phone in your pocket, or are you just happy to see Exactly. <laughs> now, what I do like um, about it is they are working on doing multi-active windows. So you can have three apps running at the same time on this new phone. That yeah. there, I think, is going to be pretty cool. Because, I mean, there are apps that you can <laughs> run together. They are needed together. So that's going to be the good thing about it. And KSM uh, also responds that hopefully the iPhone dies when this comes out. Yeah, that that would be nice, KSM, but I, I don't I don't see it happening, dude. Yeah. And if they're working on this, then Apple's working on it too. So we'll see what Apple comes out with. Actually, I think this article here actually makes a note saying that Apple is looking at pushing one out. I think it was in 2019, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So damn it. And how do you think? Okay, <laughs> Sam, our dreams are all crushed. Right there. <laughs> how do you think uh, Google will respond with their Pixel line? Then will they push something like this out as well? Or yeah, so so the Pixel line is yeah. I'm I'm, I'm a Pixel guy. Um, I think oh. Iman's a Pixel guy. Yeah. Google Pixel Two XL, man. Yeah. So so Pixel is nice because it's like the the flagship developer handset. So if if Pi and the next the next OS after Pi um, for Android is really pushing multiple displays and multitasking and and you know they they've done other updates in the past for multitasking so like split screen on my phone is amazing I'm sure Iman agrees um, I don't know if everyone uses it as much as I do but usually I find more apps that don't work than do work because I'm always trying to trying to multitask but. That's the problem. It's finding something that actually works. With it. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of the a lot of the Google native apps will play nice together, but anytime you have like some third party garbage, it just doesn't play. Um, yeah, like Warframe, uh, Warframe app. Yeah, like the and, Warframe app, and and you know, pretty much any game app is like no, no. It's like what? <laughs> like you, you want to you want to do what in game? No, you're just gaming, dude. Nice try. Uh, maybe Diablo Immortal will be multitaskable. Ah, that's funny. Um, but anyway, <laughs> how you guys like that? That's that's the I'm donut. Serious. See, I just brought that back. I just brought you, that back. You brought a donut. You brought like a chili pepper donut. Chili pepper donut. Into, oh man, is it a ghost pepper donut though? Like, into like yeah, it's like a hot pepper bakery, and it's like it's, it's, everything's uh. exploded. All right, I well, think maybe, maybe yeah, KSM's right. Maybe they'll sell extra copies that way. Yeah. All right, I think that's where we're gonna call it, guys. All right, love with yourself. <laughs> All right, so thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, for I think this was episode eight. I didn't say that in the beginning, um, but yeah, this so is episode eight. Thanks so much, everyone. Um, for the for the end here, let's do the streamer shout out. Streamer shout out today goes out to one of uh, one of our guests on the round table. Uh, Firebird, thanks so much for uh, for hanging out with us, dude. Appreciate your time. Oh, absolutely, it was great. That picture. So definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely check him out on Mixer. Are you are you anywhere else, dude? That people need uh, to follow you and stuff. I'm also on Twitch. I stream on both Mixer and Twitch. And you're on Twitter. Yep. Um, all of them is Firebird one two nine. Cool man. Good stuff. Good also, stuff. Also, have the other Twitter that we use a lot. Uh, Gamers against Pant. Yeah, we also have Gamers Against Pants. You guys can drop a link on that if you like. I think I actually have that one right here. Awesome. All right, so thanks again for coming out, man. Uh, appreciate it. 
Uh, special shout out to the rest of the round table, Curbs and Iman. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for uh, for being here. Uh, looking forward to some pass tomorrow, man. Oh yeah. And then um, and then if you're uh, listening to this on YouTube, uh, you know, feel free to comment away. Uh, I'll respond. Uh, give us your thoughts. Maybe if you have an article for next podcast, you can drop that in there. And uh, we also have that on our Discord, um, which I think is here. And then. Um, if you uh, if you see the podcast on Anchor or Spotify or Google Podcasts or whatever else, it's not on Apple yet for whatever reason. I'm working on that. Um, if it is on Apple, awesome. You're hearing this on Apple, and I figured it out. Nice, right? Um, but uh, but if not, uh, just just you know, I appreciate the likes, the downloads, the subscribes, all that stuff, the shares, um, comments, applause, whatever, whatever app does, whatever. I appreciate all that interaction. That's fantastic. Um, thanks so much, everybody. I think we're going to do a final kick to the curbs segment and then wrap this up. Curbs, you got anything ready for us? <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't leave us waiting, man. What do we got? Down the rabbit hole. Hey, gamers. Have you ever wished you could upgrade your gaming skill? <laughs> no? Oh, well, no. oh, crap. Well, if you ever wished you could be, like, the best blacksmith ever, then I've got the trick for you. For only 9 dollars 99 you can be this. And Pixels plays a video. <laughs> what video, dude? <laughs> In Discord. <laughs> we went over this last week, Pixels. We really need you to get you this video. It will really upgrade your podcasting <laughs> flexibility. And... You'll just be the greatest known You're terrible. ever. No, put it at the beginning. No, put it, no. Put it at the beginning. At the beginning, <laughs> And then unmute it. Un- unmute it? Unmute it, yeah. yeah. Right, thanks this is your gaming skill. Thanks so much for hanging out, guys. You're going to love this. Trust me. What you're seeing now is my normal state. This is a Super Saiyan. And this... This is what is known as a Super Saiyan that has ascended past a Super Saiyan. And this... Just your social security, credit card number, and you can, that could be...
Thanks for coming out, guys. Curves, curves, curves. Oh, that was great. I told you I had a good one.